Well, Byron encouraged me to speak to you about what I've been going through, what God's been teaching me in my heart, and so I decided to do that after praying about it. And I'd like to talk to you about um, dealing with anxiety, with worry, with concern, with um, all sorts of things that weigh us down. I don't know if anybody ever has problems with that. Anybody? Totally irrelevant, right? Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) And the other thing is, I figured since uh, we're a smaller group, that perhaps I could do it like a Sunday school and where I could ask you questions and if you could speak up so the rest of us could hear. I value your wisdom that God has given you through his spirit and I want to learn because I want to uh, do better in this area of my life as well. So um, last week I had a really hard time with anxiety. Uh, Things kind of built up and um, so much so that I gave up praying. And I said, what's the use? What's the point? I'll tell you about it a little, in a little bit. Um, but it just seemed like um, God didn't hear me. And so why pray? Anybody been there? So uh, what I first wanted to ask a series of questions of you. Um, and I want to uh, ask, how do you deal with anxiety? What scripture helps? How do you put them into practice? Questions like that. But first, what type of things do we worry about? Now, do, if we're going to do this as a group, please don't share some intimate detail about your partner that is embarrassing to them in front of the rest of us. So that's just the only ground rule. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but what type of things do we worry about? Health. Oh, my goodness. Family relationships, that's true. Finances, safety. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Does it change as you go through different stages of life? There's nothing new. That's right. All sorts of things. We worry at different things at different points in my life. And you come to a new stage and you find, hey, there's something new to worry about. Uh, That was what I was thinking. Um, So... There's a lot of things we can worry about. And what I wanted to start off with was ask you, what scriptures help in dealing with anxiety? And I'm going to start off, and then you guys can jump in. But uh, that'll give you an opportunity to kind of think about those scriptures. So I turn to uh, 1 Peter 5.7, and I'd like to read that, but I'd like to read the previous verse as well, which goes this way. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So what I want you to do is tell me what scriptures help deal with worry, with anxiety, and then what it means. So what it means to me, this passage, if you look at uh, 1 Peter, it's all about suffering. There's going to be some tough times in this life. It's not going to be all going from one mountaintop experience to another one, leaping from mountain peak to mountain peak. It's not going to be like that. There will be some times of great joy, but there's also going to be some times where you feel like you're drugged with a hook through your upper lip across a bed of gravel. Anyway, how's that image? (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Um, So God is in charge. He is letting it happen for a reason. When I looked up verse 6, humble yourselves therefore, it's not like, 
oh God, I got to be more humble. I'm trying to be humble. I'll be more humble. No, it's a passive voice, which means allow yourself to be humbled. Let it go. He's taken you through something that's very difficult. It's going to be hard. Let it go. Know that God is in charge of this. Know that he is the one that controls it. He's doing it for your benefit, believe it or not. That's one of the tough things to... Maybe he's doing it for other people's benefit as well, that you'll be able to comfort them. You don't know. That's the tough thing. But let it work God's work within us. In the meantime, we cast our worries on him. And the word cast, it's not like the word for um, going fishing. You know, because when you're going fishing, you cast it out there and you pull it back, right? This is more just like toss it, throw it. And so when I look at this uh, scripture, it's heave it. Just take, a, take it and put it on a rock and heave it as far as you can. So, so what are some of your favorite verses that deal with anxiety? Brad? So beyond, even beyond material possession. Yeah, yeah, everything, everything, yes, yes. That's a real good verse. I love that one. Judy? I'm sorry. We'll come right back after Judy. You want to? Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that was great. Did you? I saw a hand. Psalm 34, 4 and 7. Could you read it for me? I sought the Lord and he answered me. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. And 7 is the angel of the Lord a camp, encamps around those who fear him and rescue them. Ooh. Oh, that's good. I got a list up here that I made of where I thought people might go. And so far I got two of them down. So how do you use that? What, what does that mean to you? I kind of, I like them both. I've listened to both before. <laughs> I'm always afraid of the dark. Uh, but um, 
All right. <laughs> I can't imagine you getting into trouble. Okay, okay. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yeah, Mary Beth. hearing a theme here that the opposite of worry is trust. Would you guys agree? I have been ignoring this side of the room. I'm sorry. Mea culpa. Can you guys share something that God's been uh, using in your life as far as trusting him or excuse me, dealing with anxiety? Yes. beautiful some that's a wonderful so is it going to bring tears to your eyes if you tell us how what that means to you And thank, we're glad you're here, right? And thank you for giving us what God has been giving you, what you've been using for years. That's really good stuff. Thank you. Anybody else on this side? Betty. Oh, yeah. Anybody know where that is? We'll have to check it out. Anybody got a droid with them or a smartphone? Okay. 
<laughs> can you, can you, uh, okay. Okay, anything else? Anything else? I got some more. Yes. We won't tell Matt. That's really good. That's that's what I've been through recently. So, it uh, these are all great scriptures, really good scriptures. There's uh, yeah, Chip. Jesus talk about consider the birds too only they weren't ravens sparrows sparrows yeah yeah look out at nature yeah that's good well thank you guys I I do have uh, <clears throat> some other questions I want to ask um, <clears throat> sorry uh, I want you to clarify what these verses mean and what they do not mean does it mean everything is going to turn out all right? Does it mean no loved one will ever har- be harmed? Oh, boy. Um, then what does it mean? If it doesn't mean that he's going to make everything all right, what's the main thought of these passages? Trust, and he's going to be there. That's the thing, I, I the, the verse that... That's right. That's right. Does that help? Would you like to trade that for just the answer that we want? Uh, No, no. (laughs) I've bargained at some point, like saying, okay, here's the deal. But that's exactly right. It doesn't necessarily mean that nobody's going to ever suffer that you love. I think sometimes I have picked up on that and thought, wait a second. That's what I want, though. Well... The third question I have for you is, how do you put these into practice? How do you apply them? Now, normally I don't think we do something like this, but what I'm looking at is, uh, you know something, how do you do it? All right? So, uh, if I could share my passage, the one about um, casting all your anxiety on him. Um, 
again, I, I imagine a rock, a pebble, and I'm next to a lake, and I write my anxiety, my worry, my concern on it, and I toss it as far as I can toss it, and then bloop. Now, that's not a complete metaphor, right? Because we're actually tossing them on the Lord, so I know that's inadequate. But that's better than taking the stone and throwing it at God, I figured. So, anyway. So, how do you apply it? How do you put it into practice? Some of you have already talked about that. Prayer? Uh-huh. Does that help? Okay, all right. I'm not a heretic. I'm just asking the obvious question. <laughs> Mary Beth? Sounds like one of the Psalms. Your experience sounds like one of the Psalms. Thank you. Good one. Anything else that helps? Yes. Diane. Those are great. Those are good. Does anybody sing? No? Anybody sing if you're anxious? Does it help? Yeah, it does me. When it's well, <laughs> Chip, did you have something else besides the singing? That's great. You have that decision to make, to trust him, and then you wait. You're right. You're right. But we have an enemy, don't we? And that enemy wants us to doubt. That enemy wants us to worry. And we need to recognize that. That's really good, Chip. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to go back to uh, what... Uh, caused me some problems a week ago I came here but um, I just wasn't singing I was singing the songs half-heartedly I was uh, I don't know if you ever sat in a sermon and you hear God's word and you challenge everything no that's not true that's not true and you wouldn't say it out loud I wouldn't want my thoughts to be on a reader board behind us but um, that's kind of I was struggling the whole thing but the main issue was I didn't trust God um Anyway, um, you know my mom, Kay Van Buren, and uh, she's uh, generous. She's interested in other people. She didn't know I was going to say this because I was afraid if I asked her, she wouldn't let me. So just let me, let me go. Um, she is interested in many things. You ought to see all the magazines that she reads from Discover to Astronomy to, oh, my goodness, to Smithsonian. Interested in all sorts of things. She's adventurous. She likes doing all, let's, let's do something different. Anyway. Um, she's doing great. But some of you may not know, I also have a stepmom. She's 86. She's become really frail. And she is, um, she's having a rough time. Um, here a year and a half ago, uh, when I went to pick her up to come to a party, uh, she passed out in front of me, and, and she'd already hurt herself um, and fractured her pelvis. And she turns purple her face, her hands, her feet turned purple, and, and it looks like she died. And that's happened uh, a few times since. And uh, we go to the doctors, and the doctors treat her for this and that. It seems like it's, what, every other week, Susie, we're at the doctors, and they're treating her for this and treating her for that. And um, <clears throat> uh, But they don't know why she's passing out. They don't know um, it's not a stroke. It's not this, it's not this, it's not the coronary arteries, it's not this. Then what is it? We don't know. So when I go over to see her, which I try to quite often, I never know if she's going to be in one of her episodes. And she's fallen, she's hurt herself, she's 
And so that's where my anxiety was coming from. And my prayer was, God, heal her. God, help her out. Give her some happiness in this life. Now, the other part of it is, understandably, she's frustrated with the way that she's become. And she kind of takes that out on other people. Am I lying? Uh, And frequently, I've had to talk to some of the caregivers and, and say, Mom, could you be a little nicer to the person that's taking care of you? Please. Uh, they're not here for very long, but <clears throat> and uh, we run through some people. So it's that part that, understandably, she's she's uh, got some problems. So anyway, um, that was what I was dealing with, and um, things have been this way for oh a year and a half or so. It kind of wears on you, and I've been praying for her, and nothing's ever changed. Nothing's ever changed. And I'm sure this is one of those stages of life that um, <clears throat> you recognize it's, it's part of what you're going to go through. But last, night, last week, I found myself asking, God, are you out there? If you're there, can I have a little help here? Could you at least get her so she doesn't run the help away? She said to me uh, last week, I had to apologize to, uh, to Lisa and I said, really, what for? Well, I was kind of rude. And I says, well, how, do we, how can we tell from normal? And she gave me this look. You know the look. And I says, hey, I've learned from the master. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's where I hit the wall. And um, I came last week, and I was just dead. Just dead spiritually. And I, didn't, I really didn't want to come. And I decided, you know what? Was it Diane? Was you mentioned the isolation? That's what I tend to do. I knew that if there was any hope for me, I needed to be here and around you folks. I knew that. And so I came. And um, after the service, Byron Melling came up to me and asked me how I was. Now, when somebody asks you how you are, generally I decide if this person, if I should confide in them or not. You know, you wouldn't want to burden a little kid with how you are. That'd be ridiculous. And then there are some people, nobody here, that's kind of a gossip. And they're no good at all. You know, you think, I I won't ask you. I won't respond to that. So anyway, but Byron is a person that I trust. And so I told him, and it was kind of, you know, and Byron's like, whoa. Um, And immediately he's talking to me about trusting God. He's talking to me about people in the Bible that uh, had a rough time, like Joseph. You know, for years, it seemed like his, his family rejected him, and he was sold into slavery, and he was, he was falsely accused, and he spent time in prison. Yeah, 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 I know the story of Joseph. Okay, this is about me, not Joseph. Okay. <laughs> I told you, it wasn't pretty. But, um, but Byron said, I'd, I'd like to pray with you, and I, I don't want to pray. Can I pray for you? And I don't think he waited for me to answer. Did I? No. So um, he prayed for me, and it brought tears to my eyes that he would pray for me when I'd just been rude to him. You know, I'm having troubles with God, so I'm going to be rude to you. You got it? Now, don't anybody else try to help me out. I want to be miserable. Anybody else want to help me out? Right? No. (laughs) Oh. Gosh. So what a brother. What a brother that would not be put off by my manner, by my rudeness. 
Um, and at times like that, I needed a brother. A brother that's going to talk to me and pray to me and encourage me. Um, I'd like to say that everything turned out right and my stepmom was healed and everything's wonderful, but that's not the case. I did ask for, okay, I'd like a little glimmer of hope here. I'd like something that would be, I'm not asking for much, Lord. I'd like to see her smile. Okay, and I left out the part about, is that too much to ask for? Because I figured that was... Um, well, when I went to see her that night, she was watching some Drew Carey improv thing, and she was laughing, and I hadn't seen her laugh for a few years. So I thought, I'm going to take that. That's a good answer for her. But she's not going to be getting better. It's going to be about this way. Um, my life is not going to change a whole lot, except to probably be more in constant care. Um, but the thing that matters is what you all said, is God is with us in the midst of it. God is with us in the midst of it. What I'd like to ask you to do, my last question, is um, I'd like to take a few minutes in which I ask you to silently take whatever it is that's causing you worry, that's weighing you down, and give it to God. However you do it, however you apply it, I want you to take something and just cast it on him. Give it to him and let it go. So I'd like to take just a minute and I'll close. But um, let's bow our heads. Father, I thank you for my brother Byron and just the spirit that you have put within him. That he would love me beyond my uh, ill manners. And I know that you have people here that are that like that for each of us. Father, we take these things that just crush our spirit, that weigh us down. And I'm going to ask everybody here just to name it silently to the Lord. Just take a second. Lord, we give these things to you. We know that you've asked us to do this. We know the main issue is do we trust you? And we do. We don't know how it'll turn out. We don't know what reason you're taking us through it. But we trust you that you have a reason, that you have a good design for us. In Jesus' name we pray.